Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Tom Cheney, and this is Living Health Live. My co-host for the show and in our practice is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Cheney. Thanks for joining us. Each week, Dr. Steph and I provide information and instructions on how to live a healthier life free of chronic diseases like diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain, and arthritis. To help you learn and grow, this is your place to get valuable information about your health challenges. Check out our website at mylivinghealth.com. You can also call our office for an appointment at 410-216-9180. So today we're gonna get started and today's focus is on nutrients that can help you protect against heart disease. So all month this month we're talking about, um, this is heart month, so we're helping you keep and either maintain or establish and get a healthy heart um, naturally. So we're gonna be talking about a lot of nutrients today. So I just wanna make sure everyone knows that, you know, the statements that we're gonna, we're gonna discuss today have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. So all the contents of this show, they're all based on the opinions of Dr. Steph and I. Um, The information is is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with your healthcare provider. So so this is not gonna be intended as medical advice. So let's get started. So we're gonna talk about, um, we're gonna see if we can get through um, eight nutrients today, at least eight nutrients. So, um, Dr. Steph, let's get started. Okay, so um, this won't be a super surprise to most people, I think, but omega-3 fatty acids, uh, especially animal fish-based omega-3s, so um, DHA, EPA, that's a little different than the plant-based omega-3s like flax oil, right? Those are still good, um, but they those oils need to be broken down into DHA and EPA for us to get the cardiovascular effects, right? So um, omega-3 fatty acids, very good at increasing good cholesterol, lowering triglycerides, um, also important for brain function, have been found to help with um, having a positive impact on preventing colon cancer and breast cancer and other types of cancers. Um, very important. It's been a, a shown to be effective in the research at helping um, to uh, reduce uh, depression type symptoms. So we know that omega threes are important for brain function. Um, and then niacin, which is a, a B vitamin, it's B three, um, and in specifically niacin in the flushing form. So if anyone's ever had a B vitamin or B complex and their face kind of busted out with you know prickly sensations and they got a little flushed or red, not the most comfortable sensation to experience, um, but very, very, very good uh, positive effect on um, lowering triglycerides again and increasing the good cholesterol. And so, um, you know, you wanna have higher doses than what's in a regular multivitamin, basically, of niacin in order to do that. And research shows that approximately 1,500 milligrams, this is what some of the research studies show, 1,500 milligrams a day, kind of split up throughout the day, um, can be effective at helping to um, uh, balance out your triglycerides and your cholesterol levels into healthy ranges. So. Um, so that can be very helpful. Um, so those two combined, if you if you are doing omega three fatty acids, uh, uh, like a fish oil, one of ours that we have, we have a couple options. We have a capsule that we have called Omega Three Complete, which is a good a gel cap form. Um, we like to do liquids and, and liposomal forms of supplements, and we also have a liquid that is available um, that actually tastes really good, not like 
not like our grandmother's cod liver oil, which, you know, we ended up all getting chased around the house to try to get into our face. Um, omega, uh, omega mulse is an emulsified liquid and it's like a lemon custard and that's a really good one. <clears throat> so all these uh, supplements that we talk about today, you can find them at livinghealthmarket.com. Um, also, I wanna mention about omega-3s because a lot of our patients come in on omega-3s and they bring in their supplements and omega-3s are one of those supplements that you have to be very careful with where you get them because of the quality. These are uh, This is a supplement that can go rancid very bad. So if they're sitting in a warehouse that is 100 yeah. degrees, um, they're gonna go bad very quickly. So that's one of the things with our supplements, we know that they're very high quality. You're getting what you, you know, what it says on the bottle. Yeah. Now I'm going to say, I'm one of the, f the first people to say I have, you know, prime membership on Amazon. I order lots of stuff on Amazon, but when it comes to certain supplements, namely things like omega-3 fatty acids, um, things that have a very short shelf life, uh, like living probiotics, um, you know, some of the warehouses and we've seen them, you know, Orlando, Florida, they could, they could get up literally to 100 degrees and that's perfectly fine. And so if supplements are being stored in a warehouse to be shipped out, so we just very, we caution patients against buying certain things on Amazon um, that might be stored in a warehouse or other, you know, other places, who knows, right? Yeah. Where half the stuff is coming from. The other issue that can be a problem with omega-3 fatty acids, especially omega-3 from fish, is again, where is it coming from? Where is it being sourced? There's heavy metal considerations, mercury and PCBs with right. some of these products. And if you're just getting some cheap, you know, you're trying to save money and you're getting the cheapest fish oil out there. Buy one, get five free. Yeah, if, if you're buying the bulk palette, you may be also buying mercury poisoning and some of the other things too. So one thing about the supplements that we um, have available to our patients and that we take ourselves personally is we visited the manufacturing plants. We've chosen specific companies that quality inspect and control that are FDA inspected and FDA regulated. We know where our stuff is sourced um, and everything is tested and it's pure and it's clean. Like, cause I'm not gonna take anything myself. And so um, so that is what, you know, we do for our patients and for ourselves. So just be careful where you're getting things, just be cautious. Um, okay, another great supplement as far as cardiovascular health um, is magnesium. Magnesium, so many people are deficient, I think, in magnesium. Oh, it's yeah. one of those minerals that <clears throat> is needed for over 500 different you know, chemical processes in the body. Um, it is a natural calcium blocker. So again, we've got people taking lots of calcium for bones and not enough magnesium. If you look sometimes at how these, these calcium supplements are ratioed, it's like four parts calcium to one little part magnesium, and it should almost be the opposite. And so um, where that comes into is far as as heart health goes is it's it's first of all it's a natural muscle relaxer right so calcium's the contractor magnesium's the relaxer mm -hmm. what does your heart do all day contract relax contract relax so if you're magnesium deficient and you got boatloads of calcium circulating around and you're low in vitamin k because you're on a statin drug you're gonna contract all day long and possibly not relax enough and what's a heart attack it's a it's a sustained 
Charlie horse of your heart, basically. It's a it's a stuck contraction that can't relax. And that's what cuts off the blood supply. So magnesium is a very important thing as far as heart pumping. It's a very important thing as far as nerve and brain health. It's very important as far as relaxation of your blood vessels also. So arterial relaxation and pumping. And when our arteries are able to relax and pump properly, guess what? We have normal blood pressure. If our arteries get stiff, and hard and calcified, and they're not able to relax when they're supposed to, that is hardening of the arteries. That is, that's a major factor as far as high blood pressure goes. So this is, a, magnesium's important. The other thing about magnesium, and we talked about um, EMF, right? Electromagnetic fields uh, from cell phones, cell phone towers, computers, electronic equipment, Wi-Fi, all of this stuff, we're constantly bombarded by EMF, and EMF, is very bad for the cardiovascular system, but magnesium can actually help uh, reverse or prevent, block some of the damaging effects of EMF. So um, magnesium is so important as far as as cardiovascular health, in addition to a whole boatload of other things. Um, Okay, so we've talked about CoQ10. Yep. So, so let me just go back. So So omega, so omega threes, we talked about, we talked about niacin niacin as well. We talked about magnesium. Yeah. Um, so now you want to go through CoQ10? Right. And, um, so just to back up too. So the, the ones that we recommend, we've got omega three complete and omega mulse. Um, uh, that's a a gel cap or a liquid depending on preference. The niacin that we have available that, um, is really good and, and high dose. Each capsule is 500 milligrams of niacin. It's also extended release, so you don't have that that horrible flushing. Um, and so just three of those a day, it's called Nia 500. Um, that's what we have uh, that we um, prescribe for that. Um, magnesium, we've got a Magplex, which is a, a magnesium complex capsule. We also have powder forms of magnesium. One is called Neuromag, because uh, it has a form of magnesium that's also very good for brain and nerve function. Um, but that's a powdered form. Sometimes people just don't like to take a boatload of pills. Um, so Neuromag is is uh, the powdered one that we have. And then um, CoQ10. So let's talk about CoQ10. Uh, so CoQ10 is, uh, it's coenzyme Q10 is a, is a, is a coenzyme. So it's, it's part and parcel of what is needed for your cells at the mitochondria level, which is the energy making part of the cell, CoQ10 is absolutely critical for making energy. Every single cell needs CoQ10, including your heart. Um, and we're, we can get pretty deficient in CoQ10. If you're on a cholesterol-lowering medication, you are also going to become deficient in it because the statin also blocks the production of CoQ10, not just the production of cholesterol. And so it's very, very important that people also supplement and counter supplement if you're on a statin with CoQ10. Um, and the amount of CoQ10 um, kind of varies to study to study. If you're just looking to you know, be heart healthy and heart smart um, and reduce the amount of bad cholesterol, uh, the LDL oxidized cholesterol, just to kind of have good balance, um, anybody, whether on a statin medication or not, 200 milligrams a day is what has been effective 
found effective for that. Um, and the form that you'd want to look for is the active form that your body uses immediately, and that's ubiquinol. So our ubiquinol 200, two capsules a day, gives you your 200 milligrams. You split dose. Um, that's a really good way to just kind of you know maintain and 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 good heart health function and maintain good pumping energy. Um, if you are on a statin, or if you are also dealing with other diseases like congestive heart failure or um, neurodegenerative diseases like um, early Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or you're concerned about that because it's in the family, um, what has been shown in the research to be effective is almost like high, way higher doses, 600 to 1,000 milligrams a day. It's hard to get that in pills without having to take you know 10 pills in the morning and 10 pills at night. So what we have is we formulated a, a liquid form of it um, where a teaspoon is 500 milligrams. So it's very easy to take a tablespoon of a liquid, right. which gets you 1,500 milligrams, and you just a teaspoon in the morning and night, and that's called CoQ Mulse. CoQ10 emulse, sorry. And CoQ10 emulse is a liquid emulsified form of ubiquinol. And it also has something called PQQ, which is another very um, important uh, breakdown of CoQ10 that is important at the mitochondrial level. And there's we also put that in that formula as well. So it's super, super, super powerful. And that's the one that we take every day. And I sometimes will take a tablespoon a day, which is 1,500 milligrams. Because remember, my goal is to live to 150 and be in good condition. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> got to keep the ticker going. So <laughs> that heart's got to pump for a long time. Um, okay, so then another important uh, nutrient is vitamin C. And so back in 2011, a study was published that showed um, that uh, reduced vitamin C intake among heart failure patients was associated with increased mortality over one year. So vitamin C is really, really important. Um, and uh, I think when we get back from the break, what I'll do is I'll talk about how vitamin C and CoQ10 work together to reduce some of those or lower some of those cardiovascular risk markers. Okay, sounds good. So um, also, all of the supplements that we're talking about today, once again, they can be found at livinghealthmarket.com. You do get free shipping for all orders over $50. And if you haven't ordered before, use the promo code healthy one and you're gonna get 10% off of your first order. I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Cyrex Labs and Professional Co-op. Today we're talking about nutrients that help protect the cardiovascular system before and after an event. So it's never too late, you know, and prevention is the key. We're, we're talking all this month about um, heart health and today we're talking about nutrients. So we've talked about omega-3s, we've talked about magnesium, we've talked about CoQ10, and ubiquinol, and then we also were right in um, in the midst of talking about vitamin C. And Dr. Steph, what were you going to say about vitamin C? Vitamin and C. So um, vitamin C uh, has been shown to be effective at increasing lifespan, especially in patients or people that have had a cardiovascular situation or a cardiovascular event or have congestive heart failure, heart failure patients. And so um, vitamin C is a water-soluble nutrient. We do not make it on our own. It's, it's one of the few nutrients we can't make on our own. Um, and we see a lot of patients when we test them coming in quite low or deficient. Um, a lot, not a lot of people are, are eating good quality foods that have vitamin C. Believe it or not, um, you know, vitamin C enriched orange juice is not always a good recommendation for our patients because we're trying to get sugars down 
and you know fruit juice you know fruit juice is a very high source of sugar but there's more vitamin c in um a serving of broccoli than there is an orange so we just don't have people eating enough vegetables, right? right. So a good food source for, for something like vitamin C is vegetable, uh, your, you know, your green leafy vegetables and whatnot. Um, and of course, if we go back to like, you know, we're talking about supplements and nutrients, but you can get these, a lot of these things from food too. It's just that we need to supplement very often um, if we're working to, to prevent or reverse certain things, the quality of our food, even if it's organic, you know, with hydroponic situations or depleted soil we're just we're we're missing and lacking some of these basic nutrients it's important to supplement um, throughout the day but a source of dietary source of omega-3 fatty acids is is good quality wild caught fish salmon nice fatty oily fish salmon mackerel sardines those types of uh, you know black cod those are really good sources of, of omega-3 fatty acids so you should be working to get those in your diet on a regular basis as well uh, magnesium, a good source of magnesium is vegetables, but seeds and nuts also. And so one of the things we talk about in Dr. Steph's plate roll is snacking on, you know, pumpkin seeds and walnuts and almonds. And those are really good sources of, of uh, minerals like that as well. Um, I just think, though, that we have such an environmental toxic overload that we're having to really supplement the food with extra nutrients just to be able to handle a lot of this stuff. So vitamin C and CoQ10, those two together um, actually have been shown in the research to help lower C-reactive protein. And C-reactive protein is one of those risk factors for heart disease, right? So One of the markers we talked about. Right, and just mm -hmm. to remind everybody, you know, we're talking about supplements and nutrients, but we're not talking you know, that these things are gonna cure or treat any specific disease, but these are helpful as far as reducing risk and risk factors, and C-reactive protein being elevated is a risk factor. Um, so CoQ10 and vitamin C um, used in combination, you're looking at about 1,000 milligrams to 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. We're not talking about high dose. You don't wanna be doing high dose, or, you know, long periods of time unless you're fighting an infection or something. Um, and at least 200 milligrams a day of the ubiquinol. And again, you want to look for ubiquinol form of CoQ10. Um, so the vitamin C that we have is Bio-C. Um, it is 500 milligrams of vitamin C in a capsule, along with 500 milligrams of bioflavonoids, which are uh, you know, plant extracts that are very anti-inflammatory, make the vitamin C very easy on the stomach, and um, so people can actually ramp up dosing if they need to. Uh, so that's, that's that for... Um, for lowering vitamin, uh, lowering C-reactive protein, so ubiquinol and vitamin C for that. Um, the next, uh, you know, nutrients to look at and consider taking um, is vitamin D and vitamin K. Those are two fat-soluble vitamins that work um, together as far as um, calcium uptake. So vitamin D pulls calcium from the food you eat through the gut lining into the bloodstream. It needs to be balanced with vitamin K. Um, and uh, vitamin K helps take the calcium out of the bloodstream so it's not going to cake your arteries and it deposits it where you want it, which is in your uh, calcium bank of the bones, right? So that's where we want to keep it stored. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of people end up deficient in these two nutrients. Gut bacteria, uh, certain healthy gut bacteria, is where we get a lot of our natural vitamin K from. And um, they make the vitamin K when you eat lots of good things like vegetables <laughs> and those healthy nutrients. 
Um, but we've got, you know, rampant antibiotic use and we've got people eating all kinds of food that disrupt our gut flora and our gut bacteria balance. So maybe our gut bacteria isn't so good at making vitamin K. We're not eating lots of vegetables that have vitamin K, like the green leafies. Mm -hmm. And so we are becoming deficient. And then, of course, we talked about if you're on a statin cholesterol lowering medication, that's going to inhibit your ability to um, uh, use uh, and circulate vitamin K as well as vitamin D. Vitamin D is made from cholesterol. Isn't that interesting? So, um, so if you're blocking that, you're going to be also low. Now, the challenge is if a patient is on a on a blood thinner, right? Because they're trying to keep the K levels down. So, if you are on a blood thinner, uh, I would not start vitamin K without talking to your doctor first. So, um, you know, this is something that we work with our patients on under supervision, obviously. But um, so vitamin K is very good for preventing um, calcification of arteries. So it's a good uh, lower of one of the risk factors. And it's also very good for bone density, obviously preventing osteoporosis. So so that's an important thing to look at. Um, And you want to sometimes when you do vitamin D, you know, we're trying to get vitamin D levels up with people. Uh, to the blood level of, you know, between 60 and 80. Um, but if you do D by itself and you're not watching those calcium levels, if you're taking a lot of vitamin D and the blood calcium levels are going too high, you, you need to consider vitamin K in addition to that. And that's one of the things, that's why we do this under supervision with our patients to make sure that we're balancing things correctly. Um, so that's, a, that's an, a, a good nutrient to look at. What are some of the supplements for in our store that our listeners so, can look for? Yeah, so we have a capsule, a uh, nice, easy, lower-dose capsule for vitamin K. It's called K245. It's 45 milligrams per capsule. That can be played with. We have a vitamin D3 capsule, which is a 5,000 international units a day. It can take anywhere from 2,000 to 8,000 international units a day to maintain optimal levels of vitamin D in the system. Um, the RDA for that is pretty low. Um as far as what their recommendations are. And um, we have liquid forms as well. So D3-2000 uh, is, or, or D3 emulse is a 2000 um, international unit per drop liquid. Very easy to take if you don't wanna do a pill and you mm-hmm. can tinker with the dosing. And then we have one that combines D and K together. Um, so we've got a few different options on our website that if you just search for vitamin D or vitamin K, you'll, those will come up. Um, other important nutrients to help with uh, prevention of heart disease and help with lowering some of those risk factors are making sure you're getting optimal levels of B12 and B9. So B9, uh, folic acid, and B12, um, you want the methylated forms of those. So if you look at your supplements and you see cyanocobalamin, which is a form of B12, your body has to then take extra steps to break that down into the form it uses, which is called methylcobalamin. So our uh, so supplements that we uh, manufacture for our patients are already in their active form, so you're not having to waste a lot of time and energy in trying to get use of those. So, um, but uh, B9 and B12, what they do is they help the body, in particular the liver, process excess homocysteine out. And remember, homocysteine is one of those cardiovascular risk markers. It's an inflammatory protein that is created as part of cellular metabolism. And if it gets too high, it becomes a risk factor for brain and nerve degeneration, um, neuropathy, Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, those types of things. but also it it is very damaging to the blood vessels in circulation and that is a a 
that's a very high risk factor for a cardiovascular event is elevated homocysteine. And so the way to lower that is to make sure you're taking a good quality uh, B complex that has B9 methylfolate and uh, B12 methylcobalamin in it. So ours, we have one um, uh, that is called methyl max. It has B9, B12, B6, and B2. We also have a good, a nice, uh, nice high dose, full blown uh, complex uh, called active B. And the reason we <laughs> called it active B is because all the B vitamins are in those active forms. So right. very, very easy uptake. Um, and our active multi has a good, you know, just baseline level of all these B vitamins as well. You can find on our store that we have um, individual, uh, so we have B9 as a standalone and B12 as, as a standalone. We just don't recommend you take high doses of any one particular B vitamin without working with someone to check your levels um, because you can swing the others into relative deficiency and you may not be addressing what needs to be addressed as far as getting those markers down. Um, Okay, so then we have, um, and a good source dietary-wise of, of the B vitamins is meat. Right. But, of course, when we talk about meat, we're talking about not eating astronomical amounts. We eat too much meat, um, which is not good for the body. Uh, if you follow the plate rule, it's about a quarter of your plate, roughly three to six ounces of quality meat. And by quality meat, we mean um, red meat is healthy if it's grass-fed, grass-finished, not corn-fed. Right, right. Um, free range chicken and poultry, wild caught fish, salmon, mm -hmm. things like that. Those are good sources, uh, and um, you know nutrients like the the nuts and and beans and stuff are good sources of B vitamins as well. Um, okay, so this is kind of interesting. Uh, there's an amino acid called taurine, um, and taurine uh, is is one of these amino acids. It's kind of a fascinating amino acid. And in the research, it's actually been shown to help, um, when it's in the brain, it actually helps repair and regenerate and helps the brain grow new neurons. Uh, that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Right? Yeah. So, um, but it also is a natural diuretic. Mm -hmm. And so uh, um, if you can find a supplement that has taurine in it, we have one called Water Flush, that's an herb complex and taurine is one of the components in it. Um, that's a natural diuretic. And so that can help protect against coronary artery disease. Taurine specifically, a study came out in 2012. Um, this was a pretty large scale study on women. Um, women, so what they found was that taurine is involved in blood pressure regulation. This was uh, published in the European Journal of Nutrition. And taurine possesses also antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. And it protects against coronary heart disease in women with high cholesterol. Ha. Huh. Yeah. So whether you're on a statin or not, we're not telling you to get off your meds. We're just saying that taurine added as a supplement can help protect you uh, if you have high cholesterol. It can help protect you against coronary artery disease, which is really important. Um, it has a protective effect also against the risk of high blood pressure and diabetes. So we have water flush, which is a capsule that we have taurine. We have a powdered uh, complex that has taurine in it called um, NeuroCalm. And it's a, it's a beautiful uh, tasting powder that has lots of nutrients that are good for the brain. That's why we decided to call it NeuroCalm. Um, calms any inflammation, quells any inflammation, and that has taurine in it as well. So that's a good cardiovascular protective. And then 
you know, just taking herbs and eating foods that are helpful in lowering blood sugar, because blood sugar is one of the bigger risks for inflammation and heart disease. Uh, so there are herbs out there that you can take. We, we developed an herb complex called glyco, Glycobalance that can help um, people kind of regulate and maintain healthy, optimal blood sugar uh, levels. But just following the plate rule, you know, our diabetes reversal book, um, lays out pretty easy steps that people can follow to just minimize and reduce um, the sugar level in their blood uh, to help with that as well. And also all of these supplements that we talked about, once again, you can find them at livinghealthmarket.com. Any orders over $50, there's free shipping. And then if you're ordering for the first time, use the promo code HEALTHYONE and you get 10% off your first order. So also, I want to just, um, if you're a diabetic or if you know someone that's a diabetic, we have a, a diabetes solution seminar coming up. It's going to be in Annapolis uh, Saturday, February 24th at 12 noon. It's going to be at the Doubletree. We're going to be serving lunch, and this is a free seminar. So, um, so make sure if you're a diabetic, call. If you have a friend or family member, pass that information on. This is, you know, this is the great first step to reversing type 2 diabetes. Call 888-514-4771. You can also go to diabetesreversalseminar.com. You've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom Cheney and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrated Medicine in Annapolis.